Uh, tonight's creepypasta is I Met the Devil in a Diner in Texas uh, by Reddit user Shabby Boa. Uh, tonight's uh, characters will be Steve, played by Mountain Man, and Nick, played by the Wizard. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy part one of tonight's creepypasta. Um, stay tuned for part two uh, a little later. All right. Hope you guys enjoy. My parents never took me anywhere. I'd never left our small town before the age of 25. Once I did, I'd realize just how much I'd love the road. Most truckers would tell you they have a list of freaky shit a mile long they've seen while out on the road. And in my 30 years, I thought I'd seen the worst. I was unbelievably wrong. I was on my way from San Antonio towards Dallas after making a seven drop off. I still had a few hours to go when I stopped at a small diner off 35. I'd missed lunch that day and had to piss like a fucking racehorse. I pulled my rig into the gravel lot, parked around the side of the building, locked up, jogged inside. When I first got inside, there was a few things I'd noticed right away. One, the restaurant was empty. I don't mean there was only a few tables, I mean there was nobody. There was no waiters. No cooks, no anyone. I took a second to look at the door to see the open sign blinking red. I found my way to the bathroom to relieve myself. I figured if anything, I would just use the restroom and leave to find a McDonald's or something at the next exit. However, when I exited the bathroom, I was no longer the only person in the restaurant. Sitting at the bar was an older gentleman. His gray hair was neatly gelled away from his face. He had a dark gray suit that was fitted nicely onto his slender frame. He appeared to be in his 70s and was taking a drag of cigar as I stepped out. He didn't immediately acknowledge my presence, but after taking another long drag, he looked over at me. He nodded lightly and patted the stool beside himself gesturing for me to sit down. I was hesitant at first, but figured the guy was probably harmless. I walked over and sat down beside him, looking around for a employee, but saw none. Can I get you a drink? He asked, his voice lower than I expected, and a gruff from what must have been years of chain smoking. Oh, uh, just a water? He eyed me for a few seconds. His dark brown, wrinkled eyes scanned my face up and down a few times before he made a move to stand. I noticed he used a cane as he made his way around the counter to sink. As he began to fill up my cup, glanced back at me. We don't get a lot of customers here. He said, sitting a full cup in front of me, leaning his arms onto the bar, watching me. Do you, uh, work here? I asked, taking a small sip. The man chuckled softly. Sort of. I own it. I nodded and looked around once more. Uh, how long you been here? As long as I can remember. He answered, standing straight up. You hungry? He asked, 
dirty way for me. Yeah, I could go for a burger or something. The man nodded and disappeared to the back for a few minutes. He returned with the juiciest burger I'd ever seen, accompanied with a pickle side of chips. He gently sat it down in front of me and then slowly made his way back around the bar to seat beside me. Quickly dug into the meal, realizing how hungry I was. The man watched me for a few moments before speaking up again. What's your name? I swallowed the bite in my mouth and glanced over. Uh, Steve, I said quickly before shoving more burger in my mouth. The man nodded slightly. I'm Nick. Pulled a cigarette out of his suit pocket and lit it held it towards me, offering a hit. I politely declined, finished up my food. Thanks for uh, dinner. It was delicious. What do I owe you? I asked, standing up. Nick looked over at me and smirked. Son, people who want more than just a meal. I stood awkwardly, unsure how to respond to that. Uh, okay... Nick stood up and walked over to the entrance. Food is not what you truly desire tonight. Stared at him for a few seconds. Unsure if he was joking or just totally off his rocker. I laid a tent on the table and walked towards the door, brushing against him as I shoved it open. I began to make my way across the parking lot towards my truck, glancing back at the diner. Nick was still standing in the entrance, grinning widely. I climbed into my truck and drove off, glad to be rid of the strange place and its owner. Nick remained in my mind for the rest of the night. A lot of the drive, just empty road, no real identifying marks. So, I I thought it was weird that I had driven for about an hour and had only came across one other building. Really had to pee again, and another small diner was the only building I'd seen. I pulled in the lot and got out, rushing inside, almost pissed my pants, and then there I looked around. The diner was empty. Looked over towards the bar area, seeing a familiar gray head of hair. Nick spun around to face me and chuckled softly. Nice to have you back, Steve. Now I was partly scared. The fuck do you want with me? I yelled at the man. How the hell did you do this? Nick stood up slowly and made his way over to me. It's not what you want, not me. He gestured to the nearby booth and I reluctantly sat down across from him. So, Steve, he started, tell me a little about yourself. Didn't have the time for this shit. Bite me, I said harshly, almost spitting at him in the process. Wasn't sure why I was so angry, but perhaps my fear just manifested in that way. How could I be the same diner? that I'd driven away from over 50 miles ago. Nick shook his head, laughing softly. Steve, Steve, Steve. He looked up, meeting my eyes with his dark ones. 
I knew they were brown, but they were so dark that they almost looked black in the low setting of the diner. Don't be hostile. I'm trying to help you. I studied his face for a moment, trying to find some kind of sign this was some kind of elaborate joke. Perhaps some camera crew was going to jump out from the back telling me I was on some kind of new prank show. No, no camera crew ever came. I, I don't understand. I said softly, finally calming down enough to try and rationalize things. There's something you want and I can give it to you, my boy. I looked up at him once more. His face showed no expression. It was virtually unreadable. I had no idea what he was talking about, so I repeated my previous statement. Tell me about yourself, Steve. Maybe it will begin to make sense to you then. I looked down at the table. I hadn't talked about it before, but I was ready to. But it got me out of this shithole, I'd do anything. I've been a trucker for 30 years now. Nick nodded, leaning back in the booth. Why? What kind of question was that? I like driving. He studied me for half a second before nodding. You like driving or running? What the hell is that supposed to mean? Nick shrugged, folding his arms over his chest. Exactly what I said. I glanced out the diner window, looking out towards the interstate for a few seconds before Nick cleared his throat, bringing my attention back to him. What happened before you became a trucker, Steve? I looked down at the table, unable to make eye contact with him. I had a family, I said at almost a whisper. You did. A wife and a beautiful daughter. He said, a smug look on his face. I snapped my head up. How the hell did he know all that? Nick must have caught on to my surprise pretty quickly because he responded to the question I hadn't actually asked. I know everything, son. Then why did you ask? I said, beginning to start to get angry. Because you have to be the one to say it. Yeah, I had a wife and a daughter, but they're gone now. They've been gone a real long time. Nick nodded, leaning forward, resting his elbows on the table. And what happened to him, Steve? They... they're dead from fire. Nick watched me quietly for a few moments. I'm very sorry to hear that, Steve. He wasn't lying. He was being sincere in his sympathy. I nodded quietly, not meeting his eyes. I don't mean to be a buzzkill, Steve, but nice people don't end up in my diner. He said... Abruptly, after ending the awkward silence that had been occurring, I looked up at him. What? Nick folded his arms across his chest once more. What really happened that night, Steve? I I shook my head. I already told you, it was a fire. Nick nodded softly. And what caused that fire? Faulty wiring, I said, leaning back in the booth. Nick nodded once more. I could 
finally make something out of his face. He was thinking. The gears in his mind were turning as he thought of his response. You don't believe that. He finally said. Of course I do. That's what I said. Nick chuckled softly. But we both know that wasn't what caused the fire. He sat straight, leaning in close to me. We both know that coincidence is what saved your ass. He laughed softly again. Did the faulty wires pass out with a lit cigarette as well? Stood up, shoving the table towards him. Hard. What are you insulting? I yelled, getting in his face. I grabbed him by his suit collar, his cane falling to the ground. I drew back my fist, ready to hit him. It was a drunken mistake, Steve, he said to me, not even flinching it. My sudden outburst. I looked over it. Who the hell are you? <laughs> Nick laughed quietly, loudly this time. If I told you, you wouldn't believe me. I let go of his shirt collar picking up his cane for him before straightening up again. What is it you want? Nick leaned against his cane, watching me. I already told you. So what about you want? I watched for a minute before chuckling softly to myself. You can't give me what I really want, I said to him, looking him in his eyes. He didn't break eye contact as wide smile spread across his face. Try me. I stared at him for a long time, searching for any deceptiveness. I found none. I sat back down at the booth and sighed deeply, staring at the ground. I felt tears pricking my eyes as my throat swelled a bit. I want them back. I croaked out. Nick watched me for a long time before speaking up again. I can do that. I looked at him, tears now actively flowing down my cheeks. It's not funny. Nick shrugged. Who said I was joking? I stood up, getting in his face again. Don't, don't fuck with me, man. Don't fuck with me. He held his hands up defensively. I'm not. I let go and crossed my arms. I can give them back to you for a price. I rolled my eyes before locking eyes with him again. <laughs> what price? I asked genuinely interested what this crazy old bat would want. Nick chuckled quietly. Well, Steve, all I want from you is your soul. My, my soul? I, I asked, almost in disbelief. Yeah, it was official. This guy was insane. After you die, of course. Nick said, making sure I fully understood the terms. I'll come to collect in another 30 years. I laughed loudly. This old bag wouldn't even be alive in 30 more years. Hell, he looks like he could drop over in the next 30 minutes. So, I agree to give you my soul after I die and, and you'll bring back my wife and daughter from the dead. Even believe I was saying this. Was I in some kind of movie? Perhaps I was dreaming. Exactly. Nick replied, short and sweet to the point. Who are you? I asked, wondering what kind of drugs this dude was on. I am the devil. He responded, far more casually than I would have expected. I looked at him, 
So, you're the devil. You want my soul. Nick shrugged. Yeah. I shrugged. Hell, I won't need it after I die. I laughed again. If I agree to this, will you let me go? I just want to go home. I needed to entertain him. Humor him so I could get on my with my life. Hopefully, I'd leave and never have to think of this weird night again. Nick nodded, extending his hand to me. Yeah, you won't see me for another 30 years. I shook his hand firmly. It was far hotter than I expected. I quickly withdrew my hand. Looking at it, turned beet red. It looked like it was burned. When I looked back up from my injury, Nick was gone. Not just that, the whole diner was gone. I looked around. I pulled off into a small field. My truck parked about a hundred yards away on the side road. I looked around once more. Saw nothing in my direction. Quickly jogged back over to my rig and just pulled back onto the interstate. Drove straight home. Not wanting to stop again for fear I'd never make it back. I arrived around midnight, which was nearly impossible considering the drive was four hours and and I had spent at least two in that stupid diner. Should have been closer to three or four in the morning, but no. It was like I'd never even stopped on the way home. So I unlocked the front door and stepped inside, looking around in the dark. Flipped the light switch, kicked off my boots. I heard a voice call from upstairs. I froze. It wasn't just any voice. No, that was... That was Christina's voice. My Christina. The one I had lost all those years ago. I heard the patter of little feet scamper across the floor upstairs. Daddy? This... This was impossible. My... My little girl had died 30 years ago. She was only seven and the prettiest I had ever met. I thought every day how... Taking her life from her and her mother. Christina? Marie? I called back in disbelief at what I was hearing. Was it possible that Nick was telling the truth? He really was the devil? That meant that I'd really sold my soul. I didn't matter now, though I had 30 years before I'd had to pay up. I had 30 years to spend with my family. 30 years I thought I'd missed out on. I was deep in thought. My wife and daughter finally made their way down the steps. I realized then that Nick was without a doubt the devil himself. I had made a deal with the devil. and The reason I knew was because he was notorious for being a trickster. I looked over my wife and child, trying not to vomit. Their skin was black and charred falling off in chunks all over their body. Their clothes were melted and fused into their skin and they absolutely reeked. I knew then there that these were the next 30 years with them would be worse than 30 spent grieving over them. They were now a constant reminder of what I'd done and the worst of it uh, 
is that I sold my soul for this. And I think I know exactly how he's he's gonna kill me. I may as well take the smoke detectors down now. Thank you guys for joining us for the I Met the Devil in a Diner in Texas, the final part. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this creepypasta. Um, we're certainly to have some more going your way. And um, make sure you listen to part one and two um, to fill the whole story all right around for you guys. All right. You guys have a good night. And remember, keep your tin full of hats and your bowls close. Never know what may happen. Peace. Peace.